Dinner Podcast, sponsored by Flyro. What's going on, everyone? How are you all doing? It's Lee Skinny Jean Gardner here. Uh, look, welcome to the podcast. Before we crack on with an awesome interview today, uh, we are right in the midst of Hover Week, Flymo's Hover Week. Podcast sponsors uh, Flymo are doing a Hover Week. They do it every single year. It just brings people together. I'd love to see if you're cutting your grass, if you're out there in the sunshine, hovering the grass. It's not called cutting the grass, basically. Uh, I'd love to see your pictures. Hashtag Hover Week uh, with Flymo. Uh, make sure you tag me as well, uh, and I'll pick me best, my favourite. You're not going to win anything, but I'll pick my favourite hover thing. <laughs> uh, look, I've got a great podcast today with Robbie Knox. I'm so excited about this one. But obviously, because it's Hover Week, I want to celebrate it. So I do a little jingle and then we'll chat after. Yeah, you know it's Hover Week. It's such a treat. Yeah, you know it's gotta be enough singing in it too much singing on this podcast if anything let's get to the garden and uh, this week on the podcast i've got youtuber podcaster ex soccer i'm not into soccer basic football in it uh, but i do know robbie knox from youtube such a funny guy i love his youtube videos and i asked him to come on the podcast he said yes i was like wicked thanks so much uh, we go into everything here about him gardening with his kids what he gets up to for grow your own um also how he got into the whole youtube world as well it's such a great podcast such a great listen so look sit back no don't no, no don't just sit and weed and listen to it literally go grab yourself a cuppa and sit back and chill out and listen to this one it's an absolute awesome one uh, so let's get into it it's robbie knox Cha 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 cha, the garden chit chat. Cha 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 cha, the garden chit chat. Um, so, hello, mate. Uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. I was gutted because I've always, well, I've actually, the reason that I come across you is because of Jack Mate's um, YouTube. And I thought, oh, I've got to get him on, because I started watching your stuff and saw the garden and uh, YouTube stuff that you do. I was like, I've got to get him on. And I was gutted when I saw the Grow Your Own magazine got you on before me. I know. Pill for me. I was so excited by that. I was so excited to break in the gardening community, because I don't really know anything about gardening. <laughs> I should have mentioned this beforehand. <laughs> but um, I've, I, we moved to the countryside uh, about for no, five years ago um and before then i was in london and i had a i grow tomatoes in a in a sort of pot 
thing and was about the extent of my growing thing. So it's been sort of trial and error. But just because the first video I did on YouTube was about planting potatoes, that's why I became a thing. And then there was an expectation for more potato growing and stuff like that. So, yeah. Why do you love it? Literally, you're almost known as the potato man. What is this potato thing all about? So the first year, because the, the first video, I just did what I was doing that that day, and it happened to be going to the garden centre and buying potatoes. Yeah. So I just did that in a video, and then um, it just sort of escalated from there because people kept talking about potatoes. And I, when when they grew, I did a sort of comp- I said, if anyone wants a potato, let me know. And I was, you know, it was a competition. It was tell me why you deserve a potato. So people just emailed in, and I got about I think it's like thirty, forty people emailed in and there were enough potatoes for everyone so I thought I'll just send them all a potato so it cost me like 67 pounds in postage <laughs> but, um, so I just sent them all potatoes and what I stupidly didn't learn is there's a certain size that you get in as a small letter yeah. so if you pick like the smaller potatoes you can fit them through the little hole of the post office and you don't have to pay as much but I was paying so some people I was paying like 50 pence in a potato and other people ask pay like three quid for a potato so um i did that and and um just just went from there really yeah how long have you been gardening for properly f- f- maybe five uh four years probably oh, okay. um i'd I, I say before i've done like tomatoes in a pot occasionally but not nothing more extravagant than that what made you like really get into it uh, just be having the space to do it. I always quite like it. It's good because we've got kids, three kids, and they they get quite excited by it. It shows them where food comes from, doesn't it? And and in previous years, I've been doing it for for fun. If you, I mean, it's not really been. I'm not aiming to feed the family with it. We'll grow some peas. So what we end up doing is planting a like all of our peas and then for two weeks you'd have all the peas in the world more peas than any man could eat and then you'd have no peas for for 50 weeks of the year so i'm trying to do a bit take a bit more seriously particularly when all the sort of covid things are happening i thought right we might need to and in the first couple of weeks there was like nothing in the supermarket thought we might need to actually grow things here so i've got 15 buckets of potatoes like um uh first early second early's main crop at the minute um and other things. So I've started now thinking, okay, I need to take it more seriously and grow food to actually eat rather than, I mean, we would eat it, but no, it wasn't enough to feed us for a long time. No, that's it. Yeah. No, I've been like, I used to like dabble in it, but now it's it almost become like a bit more serious now. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. And it seems like the, the food supply sorted itself out, but for a bit, I was like, oh, no, this is, we might, this might be our only food. I've got, I can't mess the potatoes up. Yeah. That's it. Um, <laughs> But, but I still don't. I still am at the point where I don't know what is happening. Whenever I grow something new, I've got no idea like how how it grows. Like I'm growing, um, like I'm growing a cucumber cucumber plant for the first time. Yeah. And I, I, at first, I'm thinking I don't really know where the cucumbers are going to come from on this plant. I think they probably come hang hang off of it. But equally, if they grow along the ground, or if they if I had to dig them up, that'd be That'd be possible as well. I'm not really, I'm not really certain. It's a bit when, like, yeah. when, I, when I first started gardening, I honestly didn't. I thought that potatoes, back to the potatoes thing, <laughs> grew above yeah. ground. I had no idea about how to grow stuff yeah. at all. Yeah, and it's like you, you see pictures of tomato plants, so you sort of know that. But a lot, a lot of stuff, like I've, like I saw something on um, on the internet the other day saying asparagus grows like someone 
would prank someone as how asparagus grows because it does just look like the asparagus sticking out the ground doesn't it yeah, I know. <laughs> sort of thing. um so but a lot of things like you could tell me um like butternut squash i've just grown i've just just I, I didn't have any seeds for it but i just got some seeds out of butternut squash thought i wonder if i plant them if it'll work and it, and it is working something's growing and like if I think they're probably going to come out the butternut squash and lie on the the, the plant and lie on the ground because they're quite heavy, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. But equally, if 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 I have to dig up butternut squash at the end, I won't be too shocked. Or if it turns into a tree and I get to pick butternut squash from a ladder, <laughs> I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked either. But so I have a hunch what's happening, but a lot of the time I just don't know. It's like a hit and hope. Oh, 100 percent, yeah. <laughs> and like I've, I, I tell you, I, I like ga- I like a, a gamble with the weather. So this and it normally has paid off for me, but this year I planted a few things in March, and they've just like I planted some um, peas, and they've just not grown up because the ones I planted a few weeks later are now flourishing, and the other ones are not doing anything. So I've dug them all up this morning and just started again with new peas, sort of thing. So, so yeah, a lot of a lot of guesswork is involved. It's all trial and error. That's, that just makes it a little bit more exciting, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's so rewarding, isn't it? When you do, because for ages you're like, oh, I don't know what's happened and with the potatoes this year, because we had a sort of frost about a week after I planted them all outside. I was like, oh no, I don't know if I've messed this up and nothing happens. So when that first little green bit comes through, you're like, yay! <laughs> and then millions of things come up. So yeah, I love it. Yeah, this is the first I've done. I have um, not grown potatoes for about four years now. And this yeah. is the first year I've got back into them just because I've got the time to do it. Because usually. Like usually I'm I sow my seeds, they all start popping through, and then I'm away for like show season, so I'm not here for like weeks at a time. And my wife is just, just not into gardening. She'll let yeah. she'll let everything just die. And my 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 daughter is not old enough yet to really me give her a schedule for watering. <laughs> so I can, I'll come back and everything will be dead and I'll be like, Oh great. So I have to cheat and go and buy some plants. At least this year that I'm actually caring for the little seedlings a little bit more. Yeah, 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 that's good. And I find, I, I I, still remember a few couple of years ago, two or three years ago, when I, I grew broccoli, and they were going brilliantly, it looked great. And again, broccoli, that was something I had no idea what it was going to look like. And even for quite a long time, I was going, I was examining the plants, going, like, where's the broccoli going to come from? <laughs> like, is it going to come out of the middle? Is it going to come out of the sides? Um, but then it did, and it was amazing. And I went away for a weekend, and I think my mum... Uh, my mum lives with us in like a granny annex. I think she was left with them. I came back and some insect caterpillars had completely destroyed all the broccoli. There's nothing left. There's just like stumps in the ground. Oh, and I was annoyed, but I thought, I was thinking, because I know that caterpillars, butterflies come from caterpillars. I was thinking, this is bad, but look how many caterpillars. There were like, it must have been 500 caterpillars on this. It was an unbelievable amount of caterpillars. They were like crawling over each other. I was thinking, if these all turn to butterflies, it's going to be the greatest garden <laughs> of all time. But it didn't happen. I presume not all caterpillars turn to butterflies. I don't know how it works. No, some pissed, mate. Go, yeah, or they just go to someone else's garden instead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, someone else enjoys that part. They just feed off your stuff. Yeah, we, 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 had, a, we had a pond before we moved in. Like the, the previous people had, had a, a, two ponds in bank. Because we've got... I've got young kids. I thought that's going to be a disaster. So we got rid of them all. But frogs still turn up in the garden every year looking for looking for a pond. Oh, and so there must, be, there must be some like generations. There's definitely a pond there. Granddad said there was. So I think generation of frogs passing down his knowledge. They're getting there and going, no, sorry, mate. So, yeah. One of the things that I really love is, um, is that you get the kids involved. Like I'm all about getting kids gardening. And have yeah. got three kids? Three, yeah. No, they've just all had their birthdays. We have like a like a month of birth, like a mating season. We have like a kid every three years in April. In fact, this is the first 
eight, this would be, if we were going to have any more, this would have been the, the, the year we would have had another kid. So they're all, they're like nine, six and three uh now something so yeah they're really into like uh, the peas is always um otto who's the six-year-old he just loves them and he'll just go out this is one thing that he grows the peas they're his peas and and he'll go out and when, when the two weeks where there's loads of peas he'll just be picking them and eating them around the garden and stuff like that so they all really enjoy it like my three-year-old was helping top up the compost around the um potatoes yesterday and and yeah they're all they're all quite into it yeah it's definitely at the moment like one of the things that makes it like it rained the other day and i've never been more stressed like being inside with my daughter she's four years old and um we've spent the last like three weeks we had beautiful weather haven't we it's been like yeah on holiday so we've been outside a lot one day yeah. it rains and i was like oh my god we need i need to get out <laughs> i need to get outside yeah, like, yeah lockdown activity. was absolutely fine for the first couple of weeks a few weeks or because it's, it's been great weather hasn't it been really nice been outside all the time and then this week it's like oh my god this is horrendous <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> it- and yesterday i had the most exciting thing that's ever happened in gardening when because i was i couldn't get i was worried about getting compost i was about to run out of compost and i've, I've got those things and i'm about to um get a new raised i'm going to start a new raised bed as well down the side so i needed i needed some topsoil to fill that as well so in the end i had i've ordered uh, and it arrived yesterday i found a company online to, to do you know those massive bags of topsoil that get delivered by crane like a ton bag I've, yeah i don't know how much well yeah i presume so yeah it was like a, the, the, one of those big bags one of those delivered and the minimum amount of compost i could order was 15 bags of it <laughs> so i just suddenly got all this all this stuff to live by crane yesterday it was, it was so exciting sort of thing yeah i loved i loved it Mate, it's like gold dust at the moment i know I, I, I might sell it on the black market dealer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the thing where the kids weren't helping when i had to carry 15 bags of compost around the back yeah that is tough that's tough going man <laughs> yeah you've got to get in, someone will rob, rob it Exactly. Yes. Yes. I got the compost. No one's going to nick the topsoil. If they could, if they want to nick a ton bag of topsoil, good luck to them. To be fair. Good on them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Um, so, what else? Um, what are, like your big tips of uh, getting the kids into gardening? I just think they naturally like doing stuff. Kids, like they, they, they're keen to. Like, there's my three-year-old there is nothing i could suggest that he wouldn't enthusiastically say yes to see i mean the older they get the less the less into anything they are but i could say hey do you want to go and do you want to um help me go through the bins and see if we can what rubbish is in there and they'd be like he'd be like yeah like he wouldn't do anything like that so it's quite easy to get them in early on and i think the earlier you get them into it the more um the more keen they are and i think i think giving them sort of ownership of stuff as well i think what i might do what I've done in the past actually is, is say, do you, want, you, do you want this bit or give them a little bit of a plot sort of thing? I've not done it this year, but say this is your area. What do you want to grow in it and help them? I got them involved. This year I ordered seeds, seeds online for the first time. Normally I go to a garden centre, but I got them to sit around and say, right, what do you want to grow? What should we grow this year? Should we try this? Should we try this? Um, and and get them just just get them involved as much as possible, I think. Yeah. yeah. What, how, what do you find? What do you find works? Um, sort of the same thing, to be honest with you. Like, Olive, I, if she's got her own little area in a garden, which she plants stuff up in, and she, and I think if you give them their own area, then they're more likely to come out and, and check it. Because I'm like, look, yeah. it's, it's not my it's not my area. You do what you want with it. So if it dies, it's your fault. Yeah. You know, I put all the, all the pressure onto a four-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> it's about death early on. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but like she sowed all the seeds and like we recently just sowed like a load of carrot seeds and some salad um and then every morning like it's a bit like i used to think 
um, tulips were a rubbish thing to get kids in gardening. Right. But we recent not not yeah December just gone. We planted a load, and it was not a bad activity. But then every day she was like, "Oh, how are they doing? Are they popping up?" And then when they started popping up, she was like amazed by it. And it's the same with like vegetables. Like she gets amazed and wants to every morning see how they're getting on. That's brilliant. The kids have got um, the two older ones that go to school have got a gardening club at their school, and it's the sweetest thing ever. When, it, when I go to pick them up, and they're doing it, they're all just walking around their wellies. All these little kids doing their gardening stuff, they love it. And then they'll at the end of each day, they'll normally get take something home, and they might get here's four raspberries each, something <laughs> like that, or or a cactus during the winter. They work on indoor stuff, like cacti and stuff, um, and and that that's that's really nice. But Otto's brought home some kind of plant it was like in a tiny pot a plant and he didn't know what it was and it's in our kitchen and we just sort of watered a bit and ignored it but it's gone i don't know god knows what it is it's got these two prong things and every day it's like growing an inch or something like that it's about must be over a foot tall now it's in this tiny little pot in the kitchen we're going with no idea what it is with no idea i presume it's a flower or something it doesn't look like any veg thing that i know something but it's just growing so i guess we're just gonna have to plant it out sometime and see what happens but we don't know he doesn't know when we've got to plant it out why it is or anything so it's a bit of a it's a mystery plant but whatever it is it's growing quickly well, that's always fun i love mystery stuff mate <laughs> i did a um, yeah i recently did like a school tour and we got loads of kids sowing loads of seeds and some of them lost the plant labels and they were like started to cry a little bit and i was like oh, come on have a word they were they yeah. were four, four or five, but they've got to grow up at some point. And I was like, <laughs> but I was like, no, don't worry about it because it's like exciting because you don't know what you're going to get. It's like, uh, you know, they don't mind getting a kinder egg and not worrying about yeah. what they get. It's the same with plants. Exciting. When when I go away with friends, if we go away to a house somewhere, occasionally like in the country or something, and then we go to a market, I'll have to play a game show called Mystery Pie where I buy, no, generally when I'm abroad, like if I go to Spain or something, you buy a generic pie from a market because you don't speak the language, you don't know what it is. So we'll just come home and play Mystery Pie. And it's got, it's got a theme song. I don't know if I remember the theme song. Um, uh, is it, what is it? Is it fish? Is it meat? Will it make you die? It's time to find out with Mystery Pie. <laughs> Uh, and then we eat the mystery pie and find out about it. So that's the same sort of vibe, isn't it? Mystery, mystery veg. I like that, mate. I like, I like the theme. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you've spent the time <laughs> doing a theme tune for it as well. Yeah, yeah. We haven't played it for a while, so it took me a bit of time to remember it. But what yeah. Have, what if you end up with a chicken pie for dessert, though? Well, you can sort of generally look and say you can make a judgment if it's a savoury-looking pie or not. But <laughs> and we'll generally have it as a, as a sort of a special event on its own rather than as a main meal, just in case mystery pie turns out to be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, man. Um, I, I know, like, I watch a lot of your YouTube videos and you spend a lot of time outside. Like, I know it's YouTube, so I don't, you know, it might not be true. Yeah. You might do a YouTube video and say, right, everyone get in, it's freezing out here, it's horrible. Well, we, we, a lot of it's noise because I've got three kids and they're screaming around. So sometimes I come out because the kids are inside or even if they're outside you can sort of get away a bit more with noise because you can see, if you see people there, it's sort of more acceptable, isn't it? Um, so a lot of it's that. Um, and, and it's less hassle because you don't have to set up uh, like lights and stuff like that and, and, and all that if you're, if you're outside. Um, but yeah, I do, I do quite like being outside. There's more stuff to do out there. I do, I do occasional bits inside, but generally, yeah, I, I like being outside anyway. And, and I've always quite liked being outside generally like exercise as well i like the thought of going on a treadmill got no interest i much rather go for a run yeah. outside and be outside i've always i've always quite liked the outside yeah your um trampoline you've got 
Yeah. You amazing, love, isn't it? You love it, don't you? It's amazing. Yeah. Like when we got it, it was obviously for the kids. But I genuinely will just go on it for a bit on my own without them like for, for quite some time. It's, it's fantastic. It's like, because kids almost always get broken limbs from trampolines. We got like the best trampoline we could find sort of thing. Well, my mum my bought it actually for their birthdays um, one year. And it's good. It's got like no springs. It's really, it's like one of all these like safest trampoline tests and stuff like that. But it is just brilliant. It's, it's I think it's called Spring Free, I think, make it. Um, and it's it's so it's so funny it's on a slight slope unfortunately because we haven't levered it out properly so it's slightly i can't jump too high i lose i lose control a little bit and sort of slam it to the side um but yeah we've had no major long-term injuries the odd like slightly sprained ankle and stuff but not much so far so yeah it's, it's good them uh them spring free, free ones are good but did you put it together no oh it's cool mate i had to do one last year so i did one for a shogun so i had to put it up and put it down and put it up again I almost broke my back putting it up. Horrendous. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't, I, I, it looked such hard work. I had to take the, <laughs> I, yeah, I had to take the net down because my mum bought a basketball hoop that goes on the top of it. So I had to take like, the net around it down and then reattach that. And that took about half an hour just to do the net down and back up again. Um, a lot of the most, I find the grandparents quite often will buy presents that just involve me doing loads of work. <laughs> then other times, like I, on them. Um, on Christmas Eve, I've been going, oh, we'll go to the pub in a minute. Oh, um, sorry, so-and-so's brought this present. We need to put it together. And then you're there like till midnight on Christmas Eve trying to put together a toy car or something <laughs> like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, we've um, we buried our... not We didn't bury it because something happened. Right? We buried it on, so it's flat, our trampoline. So it's flat okay. on the ground. Yeah, cool. I... I'm going to try and do that. That's that's a, a, an ongoing project for this summer. I, I want to try and move it down the garden a bit and just bury the bits that go down. Was it was it hard to do, easy to do? Was it all right? It was all right, actually. But one thing I didn't do was bury it enough. Like the other day, I was on it. Yeah. And I almost broke me whatever your bum bone is. I don't know. But I did like a little bum jump on it. And yeah. uh, I haven't buried it enough. I hit the floor. Oh right, so you you've buried that. So you've either yeah. buried it not enough or too much. Well, no, well, there's not enough. Yeah. There's not enough clearance yeah. underneath, so I've got to give it a little got bit. You. I mean, I've got a bit lazy. So you so. properly you properly put it in the ground, so it's like ground level. Oh wow, yeah, that's amazing. So it looks. Cool. And is that a spring free one? It's not. It's not. I got the spring free one I built last year was for a show garden I did, and they didn't let me keep it. So I was like, all right, shame. I'll, yeah, I'll get. Yeah, a, I'll get a cheaper version, but um. But I always, yeah. think, oh, I love trampolines. I think they're so good for kids. And, and my wife, when I said I was going to get one, was like, "Oh, she'll never use it." But my daughter is all well. We're both yeah. always on it. Yeah, I, I like. Um, I like the problem we've got is that um, tree. We've got this pine tree from I think next door's garden. That's, I, don't, I don't know pine trees. An evergreeny sort of thing, but it's got needles. Is what I'm saying. I don't know what type of tree it is. I don't know anything about trees. Um, and these needles have just fallen in, so and they're really hard to get out. We'll, I'll sweep that occasionally, but they're always falling in it. So you'll get, you'll jump on it, and one of these will just dig into you because they've got stuck in the tiny holes of the trampoline. So it can be quite a painful trampoline, but the rewards are astronomical. It's worth it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Man. <laughs> it gives. I mean, I always say like giving kids something to if there's something out there for them, then it sort of gives you a bit more time to do the other yeah, boring, not boring work, but adult stuff. Yeah, and they're quite creative as well, inventing games that go on it and all this sort of stuff as well. And it's the only drawback at the minute is that um, my three-year-old can't get off it properly. And so I have to go out and get him off it repeatedly. And he'll get off it and you'll look out and get him, he'll be back on it. And you go, 
I got you off like a minute ago. You've gone back on, and then he like screamed. You've got to go and get him off again. And this this goes over a while. But so when that's over, then it's going to be an unbridled source of joy. <laughs> I need to um, ask you about your wormery, mate, because I've got exactly the same wormery, and I feel I've not talked about it too much on the podcast, but I feel bad that I may have neglected my worms in there. As in, are the worms I, dead? I, I I'll, I'll be honest with you, I've not opened it for about six months and um okay is it inside or outside it's an outside one is it it's like your green you've got a green one in you like yeah a, yeah but we keep it in the kitchen do you but yeah, yeah. that's and that's that's the key to not to not yeah because i i know they can be susceptible to temperature fluctuations i don't know i don't know what state your worms are going to be in if i want to have a little look have a little check and find out i'd like to know but mine are thriving like it's um it's, it's brilliant. And I've not got to the point where I get stuff yet, but unfortunately it keeps leaking worm diarrhea all over the floor. Um, because I think I know whether it gets too full. So what I've started doing things like, cause it gets so all the watery stuff. I've tried like, if it's sunny, I'll leave potato peelings out for a day to dry out in the sun before I put them in and things like that, which seems to help a bit. But my wife is constantly battling to try and get me to take the wormery outside because it's leaking over the tiles. But I can't believe uh, you've got it inside. <laughs> it doesn't smell or anything. It's just it's quite convenient. It's, if it didn't if it didn't leak, it would be marvelous. Yeah. But that's because there's no hassle. There's no fruit flies or anything like that. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, and the kids wanted a pet, and it was cheaper than a dog. So I thought we'd get them some worms. Um, but but, <laughs> but we um, but I, I really like it. I like putting things in. Um, and see how it goes and then the other day i lifted up because we're now on the second level so if people don't know you get the base bit of the wormery and then what happens is the worms do that and you're filling that up and then once that bit's full you put another level on it and then eventually the worms will move up to the other level because there's no more food left in the bottom and then you keep doing that to the top and then the idea is by the end of it the worms have all moved up to the towards the top you can take the top bit the bottom bit off and put it on as compost yeah but um so I looked. I, we're on level two of this. We've not got to a point where we're, get, we're getting anything out of it yet. But I looked at the level below. It's amazing. It's like you can see it's in between food and compost and millions of worms doing their business. Apparently, there's, there's, there could be like up to a thousand worms in it by the time it gets fully Wowza. Going, reproducing. Yeah. Well, I think I've got zero population at the moment, mate. So, <laughs> uh, it doesn't sound like you've you've smashed wormery. I'm a bit upset about it. <laughs> but, uh, I feel bad for the worms that were in there. Did it? Did, was there a time where it was working? Was it going well for a bit? Or um, I mean, it started well. To be honest with you, I started it last year, and we had all that hot weather, didn't we? And I had it in the yeah. wrong position. And by the time I got outside, it was too there was too dry, and I hadn't put nothing in there for a while because I'd been away for a bit. And then ever since then, I've just not looked back in it. So it's basically there's no, a, it's a there's, worm. No, there's no worms left, is there? It's a worm wasteland. Yeah, it's a worm grave at the moment. Um, <laughs> So I've not cleared. I might do that today. That might be a job for today, mate. What I clear out the dead worms, get some new worms, go again. Wipe away. We the learn. Tears. We learn from our wormy mistakes. <laughs> exactly. You owe it to the worms that perish to see this through and build an active wormery. Oh, mate, honestly, um, <laughs> your uh, like media stuff you do, like the YouTube stuff. Like, how did you get into that? All of that. So my background is I. Um, I started in TV in 2000. I worked at a TV studio. Then I worked at Soccer AM at Sky Sports for seven years. Uh, then I worked at a, um internet TV thing in the early days before people were sort of professional YouTubers. 
Uh, and we um, spent, I think it was, it was a company, we spent about three million pounds and made no money. So they politely asked us to leave, which was fair enough. Um, so we did that. Um, and then uh, because we got, I got made redundant, I didn't really like getting made redundant. So I thought I'll start my own business doing filming. So I do, I do my day job is making videos for brands. I do stuff for people like EA Sports, Puma Next, people like that. Um, and um, but I've done a few little creative things. I've done the old podcast here and there. I've sort of enjoyed doing and I was just thinking about sort of starting up. Someone suggested to me, a friend said, why don't you start up a YouTube channel? Because you make videos. And, all this. Um, and he, he's like 20, 25 or something like that. And I said, well, I don't think anyone's going to be interested because I was at the time I was 40. I was saying, I'm not going to be particularly interested because it's all, all young people on there, isn't it? <laughs> and um, because the only time before then I'd go on YouTube is if I wanted to know how to do something. Like if I wanted to, know, I wanted to change a plug or something like that, I'd go, how to change a plug, how to re- fix this. Um, and he said, I'm not, I don't want to be rude, but he goes, I know what it's like being a, an 18 year old starting university because there's 6,000 vlogs on that every, every, every day in, in September sort of thing. He goes, I don't know what it's like being middle aged sort of thing. Like that. So he said, it's probably sort of interesting. So I went, okay, so I did it and it sort of took off fairly slow. My plan was because a lot of my work is traveling to, um, shoot with equipment and filming and all this and I like and enjoy doing it I like I like it but am I still going to want to do it when I'm 53 I, I, do you know what I mean I, I, I might do I don't know but but it, it's I'm sort of thinking that that I'm also I'm aware that if I break both my arms skiing then I can't really earn money sort of thing and and so I've been trying to sort of diversify things so I do a few podcasts um some for fun a couple that I get some money for um and and the youtubing thing as well so my plan has been in the long term like five to ten years to transition to making more of my money from that it's been going a bit quicker than i expected it to be honest but i think i think uh, people will send me messages going oh I've, I've, my youtube channel's not growing oh I've, i don't know what to do I'll look at it. i've done like five videos or something hey <laughs> look at long term something yeah, yeah exactly. so, so it's been a, a plan to do a long-term sort of transition to this but i've i've spent a year like 20 years in edit suites and stuff like that so i've got a rough idea what i'm doing video wise anyway <laughs> that helps <laughs> yeah, your um your podcast you do with lloyd you've started yeah. for lockdown yeah um that's called coops up it's called and we literally just do that because i think if i'm honest it's because lloyd lives on his own and he'd have gone mental otherwise yeah. now um so we do that and i don't have to do anything he edits it which doesn't take long i think but we um Five, 10 past five every day i just come up in here this is my office which is legally a cupboard um i just come up here um record for half an hour and then that's it and 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 it's doing it seems to be doing doing quite well but we've got no aims for it i don't know whether we'll carry on doing it in any form after lockdown finishes it's just something to do really and i find everything you do leads to something yeah. I, I was on a business podcast the other week someone was asking me to about failures and and think have you done any creative things that failed i was thinking, well yeah in some ways you might look at things that aren't there anymore you could go okay that's failed because it no longer exists but you've there's always something you learn from it or you get something at this at very worst some of lloyd's audience will be introduced to me and might subscribe to my youtube channel or something like that some something will happen from it or I'll go from there or i'll get to know lloyd a bit better and, and all that sort of thing so, so something happens whatever you do so i think just doing stuff is is key there's definitely much more creativity going on at the moment online through all this so yeah yeah a lot of i mean we started doing this fairly early and then i think since then 
a lot there's been a lot of sort of lockdowny sort of things going on which fair enough because no one's got anything no one can do anything outside sort of thing but I, I kind of feel a little bit because a lot of my videos are just sitting around the house I, I, I describe when people ask me what my YouTube channel is about I say I'm just sitting around the house waiting to die <laughs> um, but that's sort of um, no no the waiting to die bit's a bit morbid but it's basically everyone is now just sort of sat around the house sort of things everyone's been brought down to my level and I find it a bit offensive that everyone's going oh my god this is so horrific I'm going, this is my life mate <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah this is what I do anyway I quite like it uh, <laughs> yeah people go mad because they have to sit around yeah um but yeah i mean i get i get um obviously for some people this is a really horrific time the sort of um the sort of um if you've got people who are ill or or, um businesses that are in in real trouble but um if you haven't like you're gonna look back i think on this go do you remember the time the government told us to sit around and watch tv for three months that was amazing something like that um yeah so but it's, it's, it's it's a it's a weird time isn't it Definitely, man. Definitely, definitely a strange one. <laughs> no, I just hope it stays sunny. That's all I, I'll care about because I can't do another day of watching um, Hotel Transylvania three times. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, I don't, I don't worry about in the country you are, but it's it, here. It's like there's quite a bit of rain forecast for the next week or so. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I'm going to quickly check. <laughs> check now and see whether it's still the case. I mean, check it every day. Um, oh, it's gone. It's. There's a bit of rain tomorrow, and then it's it's good weather for a week. I was yesterday; they were predicting weeks of rain. Get the shorts this is incredible back out. News. Get the shorts back out, mate. <laughs> I've, I've, I've not had trousers on for about um, two months, anyway. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah. Oh, my, that's that's incredible news for for Robbie's school. <laughs> well, yeah. Way then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, actually, how have you been doing with like homeschooling stuff? Oh my god, teachers should get like a million pound a year. It's a it's a nightmare. Like it's. What I've done is I've started to lower my expectations because, first of all, I was trying to do like, okay, everyone start at nine o'clock and we'll do Joe Wicks's PE thing and then we'll do this, this and this. But now I'll sort of go with the first hour, nine o'clock, go right, go out on the trampoline because they prefer that to doing Joe Wicks stuff. <laughs> um, go and do that. Um, so they'll go and play for a bit. And then what I'll do is I'll grab them for little bits and work one-on-one with them for a bit rather than just trying to go you do this you do this and then someone asks a question you have to ignore the other one and they wander off yeah. <laughs> you have to go and try and see them so so some days one child will do more i mean the younger one i'm not bothering with like he's not school yet doesn't have to learn anything um but the other two i'll do i'll i'll do um a bit with them and i'm trying to get to the point now before i was doing the bits that were easy like my son wouldn't want to write so i was going all right we'll just do the maths then and all this but i go okay we probably need to do the bits that you can't do um so i've, I've settled in for a bit more but but i kind of thought this would be a time where i could do loads of stuff but i have youtube videos i haven't done one for about two weeks just yeah. because i haven't got any time because i'm looking after three kids so yeah i don't know how you do but, it with three kids mate because I, I find it hard enough doing stuff just with one kid so <laughs> yeah yeah i like it's amazing having them around all the time and i'm really enjoying it and, and there are nice sides of it like the two boys because like normally one's at school and the other's at nursery they've got so much closer during the last month and they're always they've now started sharing a room which they weren't doing before and like that way after they first moved in the younger one goes to bed earlier but otto the older one was it was going um oh, i want to go to bed at the same time as arlo um so he was going to bed earlier just so he could be in the room with him for his first few days in the room and so like that. and it's really lovely seeing them get closer together sort of thing like that, and that's so nice things of it. and and all the, the nice outdoor t- side and and that is, is lovely too yeah we we spent the first couple of days 
actually doing the whole school uniform thing. I put a bell up outside. We did playtime. It was, I mean, it was strict. I got into the head teacher role, mate, pretty well, I thought. Um, uh, but now we're down to, like I say, Hotel Transylvania three times a day and, um, and getting outside when we can. But I think as well, I mean, and my my wife is working from home, so she worries a bit more about what's going on because she doesn't because she sees the rain not working. She thinks it's some kind of failing Ofsted school that I'm running here. But um, I got a real boost just when we sent some of my the teacher asking for samples of work and stuff they've done and sent over. Um, so Bev sent over an example of Otto's handwriting, and we've not done that much handwriting practice to be honest. But the teacher replied, going, oh, my God, that's amazing. He's come on so well. Um, we need to get Robbie in to help out teaching every morning and in the school. And all this. I'm, going, I'm absolutely smashing homeschooling. But I think when you think about it, in a classroom, there's 30 kids. They're not getting that much one-on-one time no. anyway. Yes. I think they're probably getting they're probably getting more, well, they'll definitely be getting more now, where you can sit with them and explain a maths concept with them for for 20 minutes and really made them understand it because we've got this sort of time. So I think I'm not saying I'm better than school, but, but they're, they are getting more intensive work. So probably a couple of hours of working with them probably equates to maybe four hours of, of school. Could be a new career for you, mate, after this. Yeah. Well, if, if, if the potato based YouTubing goes wrong, then I'll, um, I'll, I'll move, I'll move on. Yeah. <laughs> well, mate, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank you very much. Have you got any 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 um any tips for me uh, before you go out gardening? Because I don't really know what I'm doing. In fact, I'm going to ask can I, I ask you a question. No. Um, the butternut squash thing, I know nothing about. Yeah. Um, when do I plant out butternut squash? Do you know? Have you not got no? See, someone asked me this the other day. When should I start planting stuff out? And I was like, after the last frost. And most of the country, apart from I'm in Essex, most of the country seems to have not had their last frost. But we're still getting one. Are you still getting frost? I don't, well, I had one a couple of weeks ago, but I've not had one now. I'm looking at the weather forecast. The next 10 days, lowest is six degrees. Get out, get it out there then, mate. They're a bit like pumpkins. Go now. Yeah, they're a bit like pumpkins, mate. Are they? They're All so, right. They, yeah, they don't grow on trees. You won't get them on a, If you get a tree, then send me a photo. That'd be amazing. <laughs> do I need to harden them off first? Do I need to put them out a bit of the day or do I just go for it? Well, I, I mean... Oh, I'm saying this on the podcast now, but it's too late. But I just, I just, <laughs> people were like, people say, oh yeah, you should harden them off. I'll be honest with you, I've never really hardened anything off, and no, I survived. Um, I, yeah. I, I learned quite similar to how you, you, you learn, mate. Just hit and hope, and it seems just, to work. Just go out. through and see what happens. Yeah, and you just, yeah, um, you just, right, expert, brilliant. instant expert. Amazing, <laughs> brilliant. Thank you. Thanks, dude. Cheers, Val. The Garden And there you have it. Thanks so much, Robbie, for being on the podcast. Do you know what I'm loving? And I, I always say this about the podcast. I love sitting there, just chatting, having a conversation about gardening with people that I like, respect, uh, and enjoy the company of. And I really did enjoy just sitting there and chatting to Robbie. And I hope you did enjoy, enjoy it too. I hope you enjoyed listening to it, peeps. Uh, let me know on uh, the Insta, the Twitter, however you want to send me a, a letter, then fine. It's at P.O. Box skinny jean don't actually do that it won't get to me um but yeah let me know what you think of the interview share it let your friends know say hey hey (laughs) you listen to this yet if you listen to this Uh, or maybe you'd like to give it a review i've not done that for a while i've not said can you give it a review could you give it a review sure wherever you listen to this 
Give it a five. Five stars only. You know the you know the score. Five stars only. Uh, thanks so much to Robbie for being on the podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week with more garden and fun. Migration. Garden a podcast sponsored by Flyro.